0: Hello, and welcome again to the Blessing Broker podcast. I'm David.
1: And I'm Denise.
0: And we're with Haim Mailspin, and uh, we have a passage that's been really deep on our heart for years, actually, and there's, there's a long story behind this, but this is what the Sovereign Lord says, look, I will lift my hand to the nations and raise my banner to the people's they will bring your sons on their chest and carry your daughters on their shoulders. And there are other passages that speak to what the Jewish people call Aliyah. And uh, there are a couple of different ways to pronounce that, but really it's the repatriate repatriation, or the return of Jewish people to their homeland where the Lord has put his name. So So we're very excited today to introduce y'all to Chaim Mailspin. Is am I am I pronouncing that correctly? Mailspin. Yes. (laughs) Welcome, Chaim. Welcome.
2: Yeah. It's good to be here. I mean, you know, you're saying my name Chaim correctly, which means life like Lechaim on Shabbat. Uh-huh. We'll say Lechaim yeah. to life, but you know, you're saying it correctly. If your neighbor can feel it and it's Chaim, the letter. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's, I'm here in the Galilee uh, behind me. It's a little evening right now, but Sea of Galilee's back there. This is my home. Uh, I love the work you guys are doing and really just uh, reaching those who are reaching the needy and, uh, and blessing those who are blessing the needy. And that's a beautiful thing. And it's the time right now in the world for the righteous to arise and shine for sure. And, uh, and absolutely get involved with what God's doing in Israel. Yes. And that's what I'm so glad to now, share with why, you.
0: Why is that important?
2: Wow. Well, some people think that heaven is all of us floating on a cloud with a harp. There probably are harps, It says in Revelation, but there is a new Jerusalem, and that is geographically latitude, longitude, right that way. It is here in the Middle East, and God wants to prepare this holy land for his holy presence Mm -hmm. as an indwelling. He wants the nations to be part of that. It's not just Jewish people do your thing over there we'll do our thing over there yeah. and we'll just see how the cards fall no there's a there's a righteous remnant like sheep nations mm-hmm. who hear a galilean rabbi the galilean rabbi yeah. the shepherd and these sheep hear his voice and they save their nation they yeah. save their city they save their city they save their family through righteous redemptive actions mm-hmm. and that has to do with israel because he's from israel coming to israel it's a timeline where israel is past, present, future on the spotlight for whatever reason,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. Amen. love that, wow. oh my goodness. That's
0: a great description. Yes. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your role and what you're doing in Israel?
2: Indeed, yeah. So I am the chairman of the board of directors, so co-founder of the Aliyah Return Center. Aliyah, it's just like you said, it's that Isaiah 49, verse 22. It's rare that I hear people she know that verse especially in the west or east or north or south anyway (laughs) people that know this verse but it is isaiah you know you you look at isaiah start with verse one listen oh islands Hmm. it talks about isaiah being used as a messenger to rally the nations for something right now in this time of history he's made his mouth like a sharp sword it talks about these coastlands these islands these places afar off that's like the north, the south, the east, the west, the four winds—you know—and and the spirits blowing uh, on them, and they're awakening to destiny. Mm. And that destiny is not some ethereal. Uh, no, it's they need to help Jewish people in their arms and on their shoulders, carry them yes. right here and help them to get planted in the land, which is roots and and stability. And that's what happened to me uh, mm. over two decades ago. So it was amazing. I can share a little about it if you'd like. Oh please. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm curious also um, how many people you really do see Gentile nations, you know, that, that are, that have a heart that, that the Lord's stirring in their heart, this desire to help according to Isaiah 49, because that to me was awakened several years ago when David and I met and we, we just felt the Lord calling us to go into that realm. And as believers, our whole Thank life, you. we had no idea what you know, that look like until God stirred in our hearts. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the people that you come in contact with that have that desire.
2: Yes, well, it is rare, but there are then some, like uh, some people, like for example, in um, there are some in Africa who say, look, we have a bit of a corner of our field, just like how it was in the Bible with Mm -hmm. the first fruits, we're going to give that or a 10th of our field we're going to give that in very poor africa we want to sew that into fulfilling god's desire because god has a desire too right. and when he's happy guess what the world is happy And yeah. god is receiving what he and people always say i want the vending machine i want what i can get i want for me this and help my friend and my friends in the hospital but what does god desire he has desires and it's written 700 times in the bible I can get you a starter list of 64. Anyone who wants a starter list of 64, Aliyah scriptures. Many couldn't quote an Aliyah scripture to save their life. That's not God's fault. You know, they might know John 16. But is are any of these 700 scriptures happening now? Any less true? Any less part of God's heart for global redemption? And the answer is they're not any less his word is true and yeshua is is empowering his hands and feet are empowering the nations to do so so there's people in africa there's people in in the north there's people in asia in europe there's people in asia there's people in the americas in the west it says in hosea it says in hosea 11 that the lion it's like the lion will roar and they will come, trembling. the Jewish people will come trembling from the West. Yes. And we know there's so many Aliyah scriptures, mm-hmm. which are happening now. And, and wh- what does it all mean? Well, I, I just tell people, I don't know when Armageddon is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know, I don't know when Jacob's trouble is going to happen. I do know we'll be saved out of it. It says we'll be saved out of it. And some people are preaching heresy that churches, they're actually preaching heresy that, oh, the Jewish people are being gathered here supernaturally. Okay, but guess what? They're all going to die. And I said, well, no, they're not. It says we will be saved out of it. But what about two thirds of the people that are in? The well, it says right then there's attacking forces of evil people and God comes and judges them. And two thirds of the people, didn't say Jewish people, uh, they die and God defends Israel like he always has, always will. And so I don't know the future, though. I focus on today. Today is salvation. Today is the day
0: we need
1: to be active. That's right.
0: By the way, we'd like to offer anybody interested in a list, uh, email info at blessingbroker.com, and we will get the list that that Chaim has referenced over to you. And just put return in the subject line, and we'll get that uh, sent back to you. I sometimes say the great
2: physician prescribes one a day taken in the morning with water for a healthy prophetic lifestyle because it gets in you and you get more of a, of a large piece of God's plan that's been kind of skipped over or, sk- or, or actually replaced. Some people said anytime you see God will gather the Jewish people to the land of Israel, maybe it means we all will be gathered to a greater and enlightened place of happiness. Yeah. Mm. Uh you know, and, and they interpret it some ways that are maybe fun, mm-hmm. but you can't ignore that there's a real practical tangible true. Uh and you can see that happening all the time. And that's what we we see prophecy happening every day. Yeah, you know to, a fun, to, it's fun.
0: to us it's plain yeah. and clear. And when the plain sense yeah. makes good sense, seek no other sense right. unless you find yourself in nonsense.
2: Yes. <laughs> right. I like, I'm going to take that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I took it from somebody else. So go ahead and pass it
2: forward. <laughs> yeah. So here we've started this, this uh, to answer that call of what I was saying the Good Shepherd is calling to the sheep nations, not to the Jewish people. He mm-hmm. says the nations, those afar off from Israel, they will hear this call to help the Jewish people. Yeah. So it's actually a word not for Jewish people. You know, it's a word for the nations It says, you know, Isaiah 40, comfort, yes, comfort you, my people, Israel, it's a word not for Israel comfort yourself. No, that's not it's, these are not words for Israel, these are words for the nations to be part of and to, to be part of a plan which I believe will only unlock more and more Mm -hmm. of the redemption story and blessing upon our nation's
0: and that's for every essay. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I got the chills when you said that by the way. Oh, God's word is so rich and so powerful and so true. Amen. So, Amen.
0: It so, is. So, Chaim, you, what what exactly are you doing when uh when a Jewish person uh for the first time their feet hit the ground in Israel? Uh where do you step in and help? What are some of the tangible services yeah. that you're doing?
2: Oh, absolutely. I'll even even bring it back a, a second more to when I made my own Aliyah. And that, that's how I really noticed the needs. So my, I was born in America, Born, all of us were born in a different state pretty much. Uh, all 3 were a family of eight. My dad was a builder, uh, build houses and handyman and all that. And uh, we were the wandering Jews, Jewish family. Mm. The family ran away from the Holocaust and instead of coming to Israel, ended up coming to the United States. Okay. And, but there was this stirring in, in my, my dad, especially dad and mom, a stirring where they were saying, look, God is, we're reading this plan of moving. And I'm like, are we going to move to the middle East one day? Like what, why would we do that? We speak English. We are, we're living in America. I grew up in America and I was age 14 when it was really culminating age 15. Finally, we said, let's ask for a sign. And we go, we said, we'll ask for a sign. This man comes in with a long white beard, long white hair. And he says, listen, uh, I'm here with a sign for this family of eight, a Jewish family. And you're talking about Alia. And I want to give you a sign for your Alia. We're like, what are you talking, who, who is this guy? And he's like, you don't know me, but i um, you know, I'm here to sew into you. So hold out your hands. My dad holds out his hands in front of everyone. It was a big crowd. And uh, puts a satchel of gold coins in my dad's wow. hand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We were like, what in the world? It's just like what happened out of Babylon. You remember, they were given King Cyrus, the awesome guy from Persia. Now they call it Iran, but back then it was called Persia. And there was a king of Persia who loved Israel, stood for Israel, blessed Israel, and helped with Alia as a practical outworking of his love for Israel. He helped build the walls of Jerusalem and uh, sent Ezra and Nehemiah. And that's the holiday coming up, which is when Ezra and Nehemiah got here and opened up the scroll and they. They call that was Yom Teruah, the feast of trumpets. Anyway, point of this whole thing is that we're like, that's also what happened out of Egypt. Mm. When we, when we left Egypt, Mm. they gave gold and silver. Mm. And I remember saying, my, oh my, it's happening to me. So my dad says, that's it. We're going to Israel. We go to Israel, we get on a plane. I've never been on a plane ever in my life. None of us kids had. And we get to Israel and we realize, wow, everyone's kissing the ground and it feels like home, but Wait a minute, how do we get a job here? Well, we have to learn the language. Mm -hmm. We have to all serve in the army mandatory. Okay, all of us. Wow, okay. Um, Wow, how do we even sign a rental agreement? Wow, there's a lot of kind of stresses. I wish we just had a place to land, a place to just get a little acclimated, attached, you know, acculturized, absorbed, in one word, absorbed. Or like Jeremiah says in Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 41, I will plant them in the land with all of my heart and all of my soul, yes. what a word. That's that planting, I believe, a absorption, they understand and they're able to get, get their footing. So it, it took a while. I did learn Hebrew, I speak to learn Hebrew, of course. This is over two decades ago. My kids I have three kids here and uh, they're just over that, right over that way. And they don't read any English. I need to teach them English now. So it's a little bit of a different story for them. But um, over two decades ago is when made my immigration And so I realized, you know what, for everyone it's not that easy. Some come from Ethiopia in tatters, just with their staff in their hand. Some of them had walked 3000 miles, got shot at by different countries on the way. Finally, the Israeli army rescued them and took them in. Um, You have people that come from Brazil, people fleeing anti-Semitism in France, people from uh, Belarus, Ukraine, Russia. There's places all over the world, even Kaifeng and, and other places in Africa and uh, uh, Kaifeng China and other places in Africa. And you see there's Jewish people like in Manipur, North India. Mm-hmm. There's all over these tribes that of Israel, yeah. which have synagogues that are thousands of years old, which are now awakening this desire to return home. So they come home and it was about a decade ago, almost almost a decade ago. And we were realizing, wow, we are the hands and feet of Yeshua.
1: Amen. We
2: are that, the, we have to be that Matthew 25 in so much as you saw that I needed clothing, you saw that I needed a place to stay, you uh-huh. saw that I needed some food in so much as you did it to my family, my bloodline, my family, you did it to me. Yeah. So we said, wow, what are, what, you know, no one's, no one's taking that step that I've ever heard of to provide housing, temporary housing, like halfway house yeah. for them right when they land and uh, we said wow it doesn't sound like a smart business plan because it's everything's very expensive in israel mm. and like i'm like for my own house i don't have my own house how in the world are we going to get housing for other people i, I remember <laughs> these thoughts and i'm like god will provide if it's his will he'll provide it, even though it seemed just counterintuitive but uh, guess what it was open for 1 day then it was open for 2 days and it was open for 1 month then 2 months and every time we thought wow we're going to have to close we would expand, we would expand. We had one little mini hotel down in Tiberius by the water. And then we had to expand to a larger, uh, like a 14 acre property, all abandoned, all um, overgrown and just, uh, what is it, derelict buildings. And we had to go and raise, and God blessed us over the years with being able to renovate a $5 million renovation. We're, by the way, we're, we've been
0: watching the before and after pictures mm-hmm. and some in oh. between, so it's been very exciting for us to see the provision yeah. and the, the improvement. Yeah. The the resources yeah. it must yeah. have been great to come in and, and make some incredibly beautiful um, yeah. places. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So right now, tell us a little bit about your um right. uh, the you know, the facilities and what you do there. Right. So people come from all over. They can find us online.
2: It could be on Facebook. It could be on through, but mostly it's through a friend or it could be through a embassy of Israel. It could be through a a government ministry of Israel. We, I've had calls from embassies uh and, and individuals but like hey we're the South Africa embassy hey we're the we're um in London wow. wonderful
1: I love what you guys are doing with the store uh we saw a video of that and that <laughs> that just touched my heart beyond uh just to know that you're you know you're giving them not just clothing and shoes but you're giving them brand name stuff, things that, you know, that some people can't even afford to ever buy for themselves. So that, that blew my mind. Uh-huh. So thank you for what you're doing. You're, you're Lord bless you.
0: You know, it's one thing to I wish you- make clothes uh-huh. available, but the, the hope that you're giving yes. and the resources that you're offering, um, you know, I was, I was hearing from you, um, uh, probably about six months ago about, um, what happens with repatri? I have a hard time with the word repatriotizing, or, you know, when, when somebody right. comes to Israel, if they don't have the resources available to them, mm-hmm. many of them go back to, to where they had, uh, had left.
1: Yeah. I do have a quick question. What's the percentage of, uh, people, uh, making Aliyah that actually already know Yeshua as their savior. <laughs>
2: whatever percentage is, I don't know, but it's very small, very I've small, very deterred, mm-hmm. very deterred and very small and very secretive. Yes. So, yes.
1: Very I would imagine that. Yes. Deterred.
2: Yeah. Um, and very secretive. However, there have been just last year, even through Corona time, what is it? 21,000 people showed up last, just last year. Um, 10,100 or so was from the, the former USSR different countries Mm -hmm. like like uh, Romania, Moldova, Belarus, you know, all these places and uh, showed up and then you have about a thousand something from the United States, a thousand something from France, a thousand something from Ethiopia connecting with their kids who were here in Operation Solomon, Operation Moses, Mm -hmm. Operation all these different um, rescues. So people are still arriving and the Galilee is where all the government wants people to live, not all just piling on top of each other in Jerusalem or Tel Aviv. Although there's more available jobs, it's a little harder to be a pioneer, but we're, the government and us want them to be able to settle here. Hope they'll choose that. They don't have to. Uh, we
0: don't have any office in Jerusalem, you know, but if they want to settle here, we'll help. Kaim, we'd love to tell you about a very generous partner who has made it possible to match $10,000 that comes in for the All Your Return Center. So uh, so we're we're praying for more than $20,000 to be able to help out with um, something that you and I can coordinate together as a special project where your greatest need is. But we, we would like to have communication with you about how um, every dollar of that is going to something very specific that we can report back to our um, to our partner. Yeah, Denise and I can't imagine anything better than the return of our Lord. And we know yeah. that's not going to happen until you, your government, the majority of the people in Israel, say blessed is he who comes in the Shem name Adonai. of the lord <laughs> right and how
2: does that happen right it's romans 11 verse 11 for this cause salvation came to the nations to provoke the jewish people to jealousy
1: exactly and that
2: is how the the uh veil is removed so i that i believe this is all part of that provoking part of that sheep nation status yes part of that adventure and uh it's exciting Very glad. And I'd love to hear more about what you shared. Uh, There may be some people that would want to uh, match that. It's great.
0: (laughs) Yes. And we'll give more information on how that can um, be available Mm -hmm. and how you can receive reports on this generous match of a partner who put up $10,000. So, um, we really appreciate your time and all the work that you're doing. It's obvious to us that the fingerprints of the Lord are all over it, Mm
1: -hmm. that you're
0: being obedient to the call that he's put on you. So, um, we, we really appreciate it. And we look forward to talking with you again soon.
1: Yes. And until next time, God bless you.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. God bless.
1: Hey, Denise here. We are so appreciative that you spent time with us today. Proverbs 11.25 says, A soul who blesses will prosper, and one who gives water will themselves be satisfied. So we've built a lot of resources on blessingbroker.com to help you be the blessing. We also invite you to engage with us on our social media through Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And now we're on all of your popular podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple. We look forward to reporting again soon, but until then, go out and be the blessing today.